Hey, Abby. Hey. This is your favorite time of the year, right? It is. I'm having a lovely time. What time of the year is it? I wish I could spend... It's it's Halloween time. From mid-September until, like, a week after Halloween. It's Halloween time. A week after? Really? At least. Just, I mean, most of that is a mourning period where I'm like, oh, I don't want to get rid of all my Halloween stuff. You don't. I'm like, I wish I had done this thing. Don't you just like? Yeah, I mean, out? usually it's just the decoration for my house. Like, I don't tend to buy a whole lot of decorations anymore because I always want the authentic stuff. I want the real spiders. I want actual human skulls. Do you Give have me one that's real? Real skulls? I mean, I have real skulls, but they aren't human ones. Okay, that's that's a relief. Do you still have that scarecrow on your porch? I no, I live in a different place now, and it's a little more difficult to put a scarecrow up. What? Also, my scarecrows were always kind of bad. I'm not very good at building stuff, which is also why I don't decorate. It would all have to be store-bought. I don't know how to build anything. Where did... What happened to that scarecrow? I threw it away. Did you take it apart before you threw it away? No, I just put it in there. It looked like a person. It's gonna come back. It's definitely gonna come back and haunt you. But no, it doesn't know where I live. How can it find me? Never throw away a scarecrow. Whole. This is like common <laughs> folk wisdom. So, Maddie, how is your time since the last time we discussed things? <laughs> when was the last time we talked? It was kind of a while ago. So now it's about 45 outside most of the time. You know what the temperature is here? Probably like 60. I don't know. Maybe 55. You don't even have it's to It's never bad here. Do you just wear the same thing every day? No, I wear fancy clothes, different ones every day. But I mean, like, you but don't, I don't have, have to, to think, worry like, much. do I need a scarf? Do I need a coat today? Which coat should I wear? I don't even own a scarf anymore. I I'm have sorry, like you live in a shithole. Four different coats, all for like different grades of weather. What else have what else have you done besides get cold? I've been reading a lot of Agatha Christie to the point where I'm starting to see murders everywhere. Are the potentials for mm-hmm. murders? People inheriting money and oh people in the street looking like maybe they might murder someone. How about you, Abby? What have you been up to? What have you been working on? Well, I've been doing nothing but job. I don't do anything else. <laughs> You have a cat, though. Cat is not job. I've been petting my cat. Good. Petting my snake. Good. You know, snake maintenance, cat maintenance, very important things. Got it. But mostly I've been working. I see. Uh, I've been working on The Last Halloween, which is doing quite well. If you guys want to go check it out, we're on year two now, and it's it's pretty amazing, I think. I've been working on a special Halloween Junior Scientist Power Hour for next week. All this month has kind of been Halloween-themed, but that's just how my life is, so I guess that's kind of what JSPH is now. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, am working on a short horror comic that you guys should check out next week, written by my friend Lonnie Nadler and uh, illustrated by me. And it's like a Victorian, creepy, gothic tale, and it's very pretty so far. By I'll short, know you mean like 40 pages long. Yeah, it's like 40 pages. That's long. But they're like half pages. It'll probably wind up being like 30, maybe 25 pages, actually. That's Anyway, I have a lot of work. <laughs> so much work to do. So that's me. That's me. I've also been watching some terrible movies. So this week we were supposed to do uh, Shoebox Zoo, but we decided to push that back so we could do a special Halloween special. Halloween special. everything has to have a special Halloween special. It's the Ooh, best time of the year. Spooky. can't tell but there's a bunch of ghosts 
here with me right now. Yeah, I have skeletons and Frankensteins here with me. <laughs> Say hey guys. Hey girl. Did you like that? It's a great impression of skeleton London. skeleton voice. Her. Just scream. Screams. That's a skeleton. That's, that's there you go. Halloween noises. We watched. Well, I watched this horrible thing called The Last Halloween. It's like my comic, but it's not at all. <laughs> it's from 1991, and it's a 20 minute Hanna Barbera live action Halloween special. And uh, it's bad. But that was kind of like the short before the main film that we watched this week, mm-hmm. which was The Halloween Tree, which is adapted from a Ray Bradbury tale. It was actually supposed to be an animated film back when he wrote it in like the 70s, but then it didn't get made, and now it's. And you can, not... to- you can totally tell that it's. It's not, like, the animation style is very, you know, like, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, but the subject matter is very much, like, 1965 or whatever. (laughs) Jarring. It is. It's odd. I also tried to listen to the audiobook of it, and I got sidetracked. Why'd you get distracted? Was it good? I, I don't know. It just didn't grab me. I mean, not every Ray Bradbury story grabs me. There are some that have stuck with me through the ages, like that fucking one about the rain. God. Oh my god, don't even talk heart, about it. Is that Ray Bradbury? Every time. The, That's all Ray summer Bradbury. in a day? All summer in a day. Oh my god. The saddest tale. Um, so yeah. Oh my god, uh, all so summer the in first... a day. Now I'm thinking about all summer in a day. You're gonna cry? Yeah, me too. I'm not gonna cry. Everything's fine. We'll, just, we'll cry the whole time. We'll just <laughs> cry. This is the crying... Halloween themed podcast. Welcome to Halloween. Welcome We're to thinking Halloween. about a sad story. I'm sorry. Okay, anyway, so the last Halloween from 1991 or whatever. <sighs> I didn't see this one. Even though it was only 20 minutes, it felt like an eternity. So it's live action, but it's Hanna Barbera. How many of those are it's there? It's live action. That's probably the only one. Okay. I hope it was probably just like let's branch out, and they were like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even do what they did do particularly well. And this is the same. Okay. This is not good (laughs) at all. It's not even good for Hanna-Barbera. Well, at least it's not animated, sort of. It's some animation. So in the first two seconds, there's a couple of kids. It's clearly Halloween. They're like, wow, we're going to go trick-or-treating. And then the little girl drops candy. The big brother turns to the little girl and is like, geez, are you going to wear that dumb costume again? And she's like, mom made it for me. And he's like, don't you think if she were still alive, she would want her to wear something else? And I'm like, holy shit. Okay. All right. And then like two seconds later, we find out that, um, so their dad and their grandpa run a candy factory that kind of supports the town. And the lake that apparently powers their factory has gone dry. Okay. So they have to close the plant, and that's why it's called The Last Halloween, because it's the last Halloween they're ever going to have. Oh my god, that the is the most depressing premise I've ever heard. So all that's going on, and then the aliens show up. <laughs> they're beyond terrible. Oh, no. oh, so it's computer animation from the early 90s. Ooh. You know what that looks like. It was slightly better than I thought it would be, but all of them, they're supposed to be Martians, and all of them look different. Like, totally, absolutely different. And I'm like, how is this? One of them is named Bing, and it's some kind of a living spring, and it just pops around saying Bing. So they come to Earth to replenish their supply of Kubi, which is candy. Okay. And uh, the kids find them and are like, whoa, we'll take a trick-or-treating. Everybody will give you free candy. So they do that. And then eventually, after that, they find out that there's a candy place in town, the candy factory, full of candy. And they're like, whoa, let's just take all this and go home. 
And that's apparently okay. Because the kids are like, oh boy, they're going to have so much candy. And they're like, thanks, Earthlings, you gave us all this fucking candy. And then they left. But, but that's thousands of dollars worth of product that they just stole. But do they, like, come back that's and, already like, going. Is it, like, gold is useless to them, and so they leave a big pile of gold in its place or something? No. But they do give the kid a special rock, and he, like, throws it into the lake, and then the lake is replenished. So I guess they can make more, but they already just lost hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars that they can't make up. So that's never addressed, though. There's also another character uh, who is the villain, I guess. Not the aliens. She looks and sounds like the corn druid from Troll 2, and she's the one who's been draining the lake to use as a coolant for her nuclear reactor so she can blast insects with radiation to discover the secret to eternal youth. Pause for a moment and and let me process that. So, Wait, the corn druid control too. Sh- 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 I'm still thinking. This has been a long week for me. Corn witch. Yes, druid, excuse you. And stealing water. Draining the lake. To cool a nuclear reactor. And she's blasting mosquitoes? Insects, any kind. With radiation? In order yes. to discover the secret to eternal life? Youth, specifically. She's like, insects have been around since the time of dinosaurs. What? They know how to stay young forever. And I'm like, what? well, it's not It's not the same insects, actually. <laughs> it's not the same ones. I we don't have, like, a fixed number. This is why public schooling is just so important. It's a mess. What, what don't happens? Don't recommend it. What happens in the end? So the, the lake's just uh, bad? Then the kids find out. And they go to their dad, and they're like, whoa, it's her. And they, he's like, oh, go get the sheriff. And then they arrest her. They arrest her and for using water? For draining the lake. What happens to and all the irradiated water? Don't worry about it, I guess. It's fine. Okay. Well, it's all gone. And actually, there's a moment at the end where the kids are like, yay, we saved it. Now we can fill the lake up again. And the dad's like, that's not how it works. Um, we still have to move to another town and close down the factory. So Wait, really? It's not actually that good. Yeah. But then, of course, the kid has the magic rock that the Martians gave to him, and he's like, ah, I filled up the lake again. Hooray! All of this happened in 20 minutes, by the way. That is a, uh, oh my god, I, that I'm is a, really a glad ride. that I skipped this one. <laughs> so anyway, that's our short before the main film. Much like MST3K would have shorts. Right, right, exactly. So what did you think of the Halloween tree? I was not a huge fan I kept pausing it. It took me, like, a day to get through it. I don't know. Maybe oh. it's because I had stuff to do. You gotta rip a band-aid off with a thing like that, you know? You can't really, like, linger over it for too long. Yeah, it'll just hang over you. Though, hey, like, Leonard Nimoy was in it. Also, Ray Bradbury was the one who was narrating it. Oh, shit. I totally thought that was Leonard Nimoy's voice, just he wasn't doing a weird voice. No, it's Ray Bradbury. Is Ray Bradbury? I haven't read the story that it's based on, but just judging from the lushness of the prose in the narration, yeah, you can kind of tell that like this is a pretty close adaptation. He wrote the screenplay as well. Oh, okay, so. yeah, that makes sense. He was pretty involved. He really wanted it to be an animated show, and I hope he was not too disappointed. I think he probably wasn't. I have a feeling like this is roughly what he had in mind. Like, the whole thing with, like, the chimneys of the buildings rising like gravestones for fire gods and things like that, you know? Yeah. It was a very thick short story. Reading it, it was like, I could hear a lot of it as metaphors, and I was like, oh yeah, this is just very flowery language. And then in the film, they actually just translated that into real stuff. 
like at the very beginning they like walk up a set of stairs and in the story they're like they stepped on the stairs and it sounded out like a piano note and I'm like ah I see creaky stairs then in the the film it actually did sound out a piano note (laughs) and they like every note every step was a different note and I'm like okay all right I don't know if that's what you were going for there. Exactly. Well, I guess it must have been, right? Because he was right there. Yeah. And he's like, no, I actually do want it to be a piano, please. Let's <laughs> like, make this I want whimsical. the stairs to be a literal piano. Yeah, I think the place where the story, short story, lost me was the part where all the kids become the tail of a kite and fly off into some kind of nether dimension. And I'm like, yeah, uh, bye. <laughs> I don't know. It's all the plot of to this. Be, it, it seems like it's. I don't know. It's a so it's a kids story. I can see that it's four kids, but it's also another one of those four kids stories, kind of like Watership Down, where it's like dealing with themes that are really intense, like death and indeed, that's kind of the whole point of it, I guess. Yeah. So the the tale that we're discussing is uh, this is the plot: an old man who is trying to kill a small boy takes the boy's friends on a journey to learn about the history of Halloween and, of course, help him track down and kill their best friend. He does not succeed, but interestingly, and I was watching this with a friend and with Brendan, and we all had different reactions to the last scene in which the kids are basically like, to save my friend, I'll give you a year of my life Um, to the guy. They're like, you can take a year off of the end of my life if you bring this guy back to life. And Brendan was like, a year? Like, that's obviously not enough time for, like, uh, to, to to trade, you know, for, like, a full Yeah, human like, life. it seems like they just gave him, like, four more years and that's it. And, yeah, I guess it's sort of maybe, like... That's kind of what it felt like, but I'm sure that wasn't what they were going for. willingly given is more valuable than something that's taken. I guess, but... It's not like they went and explained that at all. That's, like, not hard to decide, <laughs> Yeah, I was and just he's like, at like, the very yeah. end, you'll see, you'll want that year back. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm already kind of tired of being alive, so. <laughs> I'm already I mean, kind of tired. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I can't imagine, you know, the difference between, like, 91 and 92. What if that's the shittiest year of your life? Then you'll be glad you gave it up. Right? It probably will be. Yeah. I have a exactly. feeling, like, there's, the like, end. another shoe that's gonna drop for them at some point. Though his name was so ridiculous. That was another thing that dated it. His name was Pipkin. Pip, for yeah. short. So 50s? It dated I mean, it. I think it was supposed to be set back then. It seemed like it was set in a time that wasn't the 90s. What did you think of the historical parts? Uh, I thought there was a lot of fluff to them that I wasn't really a fan of. Like the gargoyle? There was a lot thing. of kind of little kid antics. And also less discussion of what they were actually supposed to be there to learn. And more like, let's do this weird animation sequence where there's like this part where they're at the half-finished Notre Dame and the guy's like just go walk up there and you'll finish it with your feet and so they like step and then a stone like flies up to land under their foot and then they build the Notre Dame that way and I'm like why are you doing this is there just something why are we even here going on there that we don't understand like what are they trying to get at or what is Ray Bradbury trying I'm sure to get at? it's a very thick metaphor but it's totally lost on children. <laughs> but I guess it was also supposed to be like, a, whoa, this is fun. Look at all this 
stuff flying around everywhere. I was really... Aren't we having a good time? I was also really confused by the kite part. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like... There maybe, was all this stuff, because, like, they walk out... It's really bizarre. They walk out, and there's all this circus stuff everywhere. On the barn. It's, like, all these posters with animals on them, and then all the animal posters rip apart while also kind of coming to life into semi-animal shapes. But then they all form a kite together, and then the kids are like, whoa, it can't fly. And the guy's like, you have to form a tail. And they all grab each other's hands and form the tail of the kite. And I'm like, none of this makes sense to me. Why? Yeah, like, the it more It just seems I like a bunch of stuff it. that was supposed to be something, but just kind of got left to the wayside. Or Ray Bradbury thought it would look really cool, so he put it in there. Because it was, of course, supposed to be uh, an animated thing. I know he cared a lot about this, because he stuck with it for, like, 30 years made into an animated thing, and then, like, made an even bigger novel after this that was, like, the extended edition, I guess. Really? He really, really cares about all the history he was talking about and stuff. And it wasn't really the history of Halloween so much as, like, the history of our relationship with death, and specifically all of the different rites around the world and separate cultures that have kind of had death celebrations near the same time, like the end of the harvest. But it is such a weird, like, uh, I I feel like it didn't do it very well. Or in the film, at least. Yeah, like, I've it's heard like they that don't... The, the actual story is better at delving into the theme, so... Maybe. Though, the... So the name of the scary guy is Mr. Mound Shroud, which is kind of like... Voiced by Leonard Nimoy. The Nimoy. most okay. overt reference to death possible. So it, it was just sort of something where it's like, is this supposed to be this obvious, or is it not? Does it matter? Is he... I feel like that's supposed to be pretty obvious. He's totally the spirit of death. Right, and and from the very beginning, we're supposed to think that. And his friends are like, yeah, let's go with this old man. The whole time, they're just like, yeah, we're with this old man. He's fine. Uh, yeah, He's I think so that scary. the relationship between the kids and the guy is, like, maybe too subtle of a relationship it's for, bizarre. like, modern Yeah, it's, like, so... Because it's so, like, they obviously don't trust him and don't like him, but they need him to travel through this time to And find he's, like, friend. helping them? He is, because he knows that... The kid they will, can like, help him them. find, yeah, and he knows that no matter what they do, the kid belongs to him anyway. But they think that if they go with him, then they can stop him. Yeah, which I guess they kind of do, but not very well. And he's probably just going to come back in four years anyway. I thought, yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny because it wasn't particularly spooky, though. There was that one part where I was really reminded of the scary part of Fantasia. Do you remember that? It was in the Gargoyle Night on Bald Mountain. Yeah, Night, Night on, on Bald, Bald Mountain. Mountain. Like, the, um, it was the part with the gargoyles where, like, he was just like, oh, yes, all of the spooky monsters, and then they all rise up, but it's just their shadows, so you see, like, their shadows falling on stuff. Traveling through the woods. Yeah. Visually, though, I I was kind of like, maybe that's, like, too much, like, Night on Bald Mountain? I didn't think so. Okay. I didn't, I didn't feel like it was too much of a a copy there. Okay. But, uh, I did feel like... It was an odd thing to put in there. It was odd. The whole because thing Because it wasn't really quite odd. our relationship with death so much as, let's put a creepy thing on this. And then the stuff but with I guess the mummies that was, counts like, because not, it's like, like, it sort of felt like this stuff isn't... Stuff with the mummies felt like they really didn't know anything yeah, about Yeah, like, it it's like me. he didn't know what he was talking about, but he just sort of, like, guessed. That is exactly what it felt like to me. I was just like, I don't know if this is... Like, I actually afterwards was like, I'm gonna look up some of this shit. I didn't look up the stuff with the mummies because I'm like, that's a lot. Yeah, and, and the whole thing an with, entire like, culture that treats death totally different than we, differently than we do, so. Right. The, the whole thing was, like, putting, like, it seemed like he was saying, this is the first Halloween, like, in Egypt when people are yeah, putting Yeah, but it's out. not 
It's not Halloween. It's it's not even like related. No. <laughs> so it, it's not like somebody looked at that and was like, "Let's do that too." Instead, it's something that happened in a bunch of different cultures, and I feel like they didn't quite touch on that. Like he because then really, also later yeah. on we see Dia de los Muertos, and he doesn't go into the history of Dia de los Muertos. Instead, he's just like, "This is their version of Halloween," and I'm like, "Well." <laughs> I mean, I don't think he ever says this is their version of Halloween. One of the kids does. Oh, the kid does? Oh. But I, I do think but kids, the connection is being drawn there, where it's just kind of like, there's not really a connection. <laughs> well, there's with Dia de los Muertos, it's like, it was something that was celebrated there for a long time before, but then when the Catholics came in, they were like, let's just combine this with our thing. <laughs> let's just put but it's still basically what they did before, which is just, let's go to the cemetery and be like, our dead loved ones, we love them give them some skulls that look like them instead of like let's put on a costume to protect ourselves from evil spirits that's not what it's about at all yeah. and that's what halloween is so it's not just their version of halloween there's this you know what it might be kind of is just that none of the historic scenes were ever explained enough exactly they never they had like two sentences about it and then it was like there's pip let's go right or like it would be like and then they had some kind of a chase scene. happens and then something magical happens, and it's just kind of like, wait, why are we here? What are we learning? Yeah. They skipped a lot of stuff that I felt like they really should have explained some more. Like, the whole part at the very beginning with the Egyptian scene, when there's all the stuff laid out, and it's like, whoa, spirits are eating it. And it's like, can you go into further detail here? Because I've never seen this before, and I would like to know more about it. Right, and so there I is never that's why any they were here. of like, oh, this is what this is about, or this is what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, and then they walk in to somebody's house, and they have one of their dead loved ones sitting at the table, and the kids are like, whoa! And it's like, a creepy scene, and they keep, like, zooming in on the thing. And I'm like, wait, can you explain why they're doing this like what and I mean, this actually like, is kind of do, instead of just being like, like so scary. half a sentence talking about like what's going on and then yeah. they're like then they saw their friend Pip and they're like ah it felt I don't know yeah it felt really weird I mean I didn't dislike it while I was watching it I was just kind of like meh like this is it was just kind of tiresome because I was like I want to know about this can we stop looking at these dumb kids for a second yeah and can oh we... yeah so the kids so the characters we've got the old man Mount Shroud then we've got chubby kid glasses kid a boy whose last name is Skelton, and the girl one. <laughs> <laughs> That's very accurate. Yeah, and they're all dressed as things that are discussed on their journey throughout time. The glasses kid is a mummy, chubby kid is a gargoyle, I guess. They never said it, but in the book they were like, this guy's a gargoyle. At so some I point like, oh. I like caught sight, he had a hunchback thing going on, so I think he was supposed yeah, to be Yeah, like, and then as soon as we arrived at, at Notre Dame, I'm like, okay... I guess we're going to do a hunchback thing. But then they didn't. Then it was gargoyles. And I'm like, well, okay. But he doesn't look like a gargoyle. I don't know. He doesn't. Yeah. And, of course, Skeleton is dressed up as a skeleton. And then he's the part of Dia de los Muertos because he's like, oh, it's Right. And they talk about witches. But the thing is that they don't really talk about witches and They don't death. talk about, they talk about, like, witches being people who are smarter than other people. Which, is and that real? They really skipped over so much of, that, of it. I was like, is that real? I didn't. I should have looked that one up because I was just like, that doesn't. That yeah, sounds weird I can look to it up me. Because he, what he says is, which is like the der- the derivation of which have, is people who have wits. Also, in that scene, they focus on brooms a lot, and I guess they had some kind of druid broom celebration, but they didn't go into anything about like people killing witches. At the very end, they burned down a village full of druids. I think they skipped it mostly. They were just flying over, and a kid was like, look, they have fire. It's like, yeah, they're burning the village down, I guess. Fine. Let's, we're going, though. We gotta go build Notre Dame for some reason. It's very important. It says there's no known derivation of this word, 
except that there are some, like, theories about it. Basically, it says the word witch derives from Old English and Old English Wicca, which just means witch. Like, it just means sorceress or sorcerer. The OED says that it's of obscure origin. (laughs) It looks like maybe, possibly, it's related to a gothic word that means sacred or to separate, to divide. And Grimm also considers wake to curve, bend, which became Wiccan, hop, dance, to move, in the sense of to make mysterious gestures. Yeah, so Ray Bradbury just made that up. It seems like with druids, there's other stuff to talk about. Right? Like weird cults. It's funny. I feel like They witches... went to Stonehenge and then completely did not talk about what Stonehenge was. <laughs> they really skipped a lot of it. They were like, sometimes the people thought that evil spirits turned into cats, so they killed them. And then, like, it's like, oh, a cat. It's definitely our friend. And they follow the cat. They're like, Pip. And it's like, wait, we were just at Stonehenge. Why were we at Stonehenge? Why did we go there? Can we talk about where we are? (laughs) I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure the book goes into actual detail. Don't be so sure. It just feels like they're just kind of like. Because (laughs) you remember the illustrated man? It was really weird. I may have read the whole thing. Ray Bradbury tales are odd. They're weird. I feel bad. I don't want to be like, sound like some kind of anti-intellectual or something or like a dumb person who's just like, I don't get it. I don't get books or flower language, but I don't know. No, no. I mean, Sometimes like, I that think stuff he literally is not... had no idea what he was talking about and he just made stuff up. I, is he dead I right mean, now? that's what he did here. He might be Yeah, he's dead right now. It's okay to talk about him. <laughs> no, he might be listening, though. Oh, the dead. I mean, he did apparently used to say that he was immortal. He had some kind of story about how he's immortal, so. Oh, okay. He could still be around. He's an odd odd duck. I'm gonna... I really liked him as a kid. Maybe that's the thing, is that I have a feeling, like, as much as I was confused by this as a kid, or as an adult, I think as a kid, I maybe would have liked it. Yeah, I feel like as a kid, I got it more than I do now somehow. I don't know how that works. Or, or like, it was something, yeah, it was weird. It was like he was communicating on a level that was, like, worked with kids better. Like, maybe it was never intended to explain everything. It was just meant to, like, get you interested. That might be it, because after this, I did actually, you know, do some research on my own. Mostly because I was like, I don't think that's true. It it was odd. I felt like most of it was just them kind of flopping around from one place to the next, dipping their toes into stuff, but never really grasping what they were looking at. And just kind of being dumb Americans. (laughs) Like, this whole thing kind of felt to me, like, in the film at least, there were no stakes. Because, like, we didn't know this kid... All we knew is he's sick. In the story, there was this huge, long intro about this kid and how he was the most boy of all the boys, and he did all this stuff, and he scraped his knees or whatever, and I'm like, okay. And, of course, there was no girl in the book. It was all boys. So we don't know this kid. We don't really know his friends. All we know is they're a bunch of kids, and they seem to care a lot, but they're just kind of having fun in a bunch of other times, as well. and then every now and then they're like, it's Pip, and then they chase him for a bit, and I'm like... I'm tired of this. You just got something happened. Tired, or he's like sad, and each time he's like, "Oh, I can't do it," and one of his friends is like, "You can do it," and then he runs away again. And then Mountroud's like, "Let's find some other stupid way to get to the next place." Because every time, of course, there's a new thing. It's not like they're a kite every time. They're a kite the first time. There are witches another time. They're all flying on dumb broomsticks. 
I don't think that started with the druids. No. The bl- broomsticks thing is what was, very recent. What was recent. the fucking broomstick thing about? Like, as soon as they were doing that, that I was, was so like, bizarre. why are they making It was brooms? some kind of a broom festival. I thought usually a broom was something you made at your house. And they were and saying, like, like, he was saying like, this is to make brooms for witches. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they were really busy burning witches. I don't think they were making brooms oh, yeah. for witches. Well, the druids weren't burning anybody. Well, they burned the other people. But were they witches. supposed to be druids? Or was it supposed to be, like, medieval i got the feeling it was supposed to be he said it was the dark ages and i'm like well then the but that could be druids like would be dying that could be 13 i think it was supposed to be about like yeah they really did not do their research uh, on this movie that's so much about education but it was it sort of was interesting because it was definitely kind of this cavalier 60s era attitude towards other cultures histories that's just like yeah, I'm gonna like, just, like, just make stuff up, tweak this until it's what I wanted to be, and I'm just gonna like take yeah. my favorite parts, and I'm gonna like vaguely remember something from grade school and not really bother to look into it. You mentioned the parts where Pip was like giving up because he was like gonna, he felt like he was gonna die. That's one of the moments when Brendan turned to me and was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it was the gargoyle scene where Pip gets turned into a gargoyle, and he's like holding on to his pumpkin. Which is his soul, it's his I guess. life or whatever. He's like crying and he's saying, I don't think I can hold on any longer. And everybody's just like, no, 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 hold on. Remember like this time that this thing happened and like how fun it was and you need to stay with us. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, But then we didn't care about any of them. <laughs> it's sort of, yeah, I guess it, I don't know. It was kind of like, it was trying. I don't know. Maybe I was just like busy with other stuff and wasn't as invested as I should have been. No, we never, actually... we don't really know anything about them. I mean, we. Yeah. I guess it's sort of something where, like, as a young kid, you would care because you don't need characterization. As an old yeah, person, it's just, you ah, would, kids, I'm a kid. Yeah, as an old person, you would just care because they're kids, and so they're, like, symbols of innocence and youth. As our age, we're just kind of like, whoa, there's nothing for us. They don't have troubles like I do. <laughs> These kids, they don't know about being broke. You know what we should have watched? Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh my god, I fucking love Scooby-Doo on Zombie <laughs> Island. It's so good. It's so good. I watched it last year around Halloween. It's still and I'm it like, still it's still good? good. It holds up. Um, What's your favorite Halloween animation candy? Is, I'm really into Mr. Good Bar right now. What? I have these little Mr. Good Bars. No. And I'm like, what? I hate Mr. Good Bars. Mr. Good Bar? What's wrong with you? Maddie, I don't know what's wrong with me, please. What happened to you? Are you getting Maybe old? it's just because I can eat a little one and it's fine. Instead of like, candy makes me feel bad all the time because I'm like, I shouldn't eat this. But Mr. Good Bar somehow assuages that? Because I got these little mini ones, you see. But you could get mini crackle. Mini crackle is not as good as Mr. <gasps> Goodbar. See, I we can no melt chocolate sisters. in my mouth, and then I can have all the little peanuts afterwards. What? But if I eat Mr. Crackle, I can melt all the chocolate, and then have a bunch of soggy ass rice left behind. You just I don't eat it that. like a normal person. Just bite into it, and then it's enjoyable. No, I gotta have my system with my food. <laughs> I like food that has a sequence. What about your to least it. favorite candy? What's your least favorite candy? Well, wax lips, because it's not a candy. Well, that doesn't count, does I it? I also really hate Smarties. Oh, Mom loves Smarties. She does. They're chalk, though. Yeah. They're like a step above Necco wafers, but not a hard, it's not a very high step. It's just a little step. Yeah. Uh, I don't like jelly beans. Any kind? Any kind of jelly beans. Wow. What about the watermelon jelly like bellies? The ones that are green on the outside and pink on the inside? I was exciting for a minute, and then I realized that they just taste like sugar, just like all the other ones. Every now and then I like the sour ones. Huh. But only the sour ones. The grape ones, the lemon ones, the lime ones, those are fine. Okay, sure. <laughs> I would rather have another candy, but I'll eat them if they're at the bottom of my stack and I'm running out. Candy? Do you want to ask I me what my favorite candy 
Yeah, I guess fine. What's your favorite candy, Betty? <laughs> Is it crackle? <laughs> you say that in an accusatory way. No, it's probably a tie between Butterfingers and Cookie and Cream Hershey bars. Rollos. Oh, what about Milk Duds? I like. No. I love Milk Duds. Do you duds. like Milk Duds? I love that. What's wrong with you? Also, Dots. Oh, you disgust me. Those are awful. I also, though, that's old people to candy. be truly honest, like licorice. Like, I like salty licorice. Oh, everybody hates licorice. I love it. It's fucking awful. It's great. What? Black licorice. I love licorice. No. Yes. Who are you? <laughs> well, look at it this way. If we had to trade Halloween candy, you would come out You'd on top. You'd be fine. A Whole Foods is the closest grocery store to me, so I've been in there a couple of times recently. And they have this, like, you know, evil. unreal candy. Like, the candy that's not... It doesn't have processed whatever's in it. But then they also have these things that are like Halloween pretzel buckets. And I'm like, pretzels? You would no. like have a kid come to your door and give them a little baggie of pretzels. Are you shitting me? It's like you're an airplane. That's how you get tricked. Give them something real. What, what are you going to be for Halloween? I just thought of something that I want to be. I want to be the fucking Mask of the Red Death from Phantom of the Opera. Or at least a Phantom of the That's Opera. That's ambitious. In general. It is, but I can't do you it. You have, like, a week before Halloween, it. also. Well, I would just get a little red cape. I'm not going to go all crazy with shoulder pads or anything. Okay. Would you get the mask, though? You'd wear the mask. I would need some kind of a mask. To cover up your hideous face. I would get... How's your eye, by the way? Ah, my eye is fixed. So, well, I mean, I still have a cyst there. So, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Also, this week, I got a fucking eye thing. <laughs> my eyes all messed up. It's the same eye that always gives me trouble. Suddenly I woke up and my eye hurt and I was like, well, it feels like I got punched. And then like two days later it was all swollen up and I'm like, I have a black eye. Where did this come from? What is this? Eventually, I mean, I didn't want to go to the doctor because I'm like, as soon as I go to the doctor, it'll stop. And it did. But at least I still had pictures and I was like, look, I was swollen as hell. And it was still red and gross at that time anyway. But uh, yeah, I have a cyst in my eyelid. So that's going to stick around for a bit. Um, so, Abby, what was your high for the Christmas tree? I mean, the Halloween tree. Gee whiz. <laughs> it's hard to pick because I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all? Nothing? I didn't like it. I can't think of anything. What about the animation? I did not like the animation. <laughs> I did not like the character design. I didn't like the parts about history, even though I would have loved it if it were stuff that was accurate instead of me being like, I don't think that's true, and then uh-huh. looking up and it's not true. Well, what's the thing you hated uh, the most? What's your low? I hated the way Mountroud's head was shaped. That was awful. I couldn't look at the screen. Yeah, he looked kind of like a scrotum. It's gross. It looked like a scrotum. You're right. It's like this big, weird blob hanging off the end of his head. Yeah. It looked like an octopus head. It did. It looked like an octopus head. It was weird. Anyway, so what about you? What was your high? Um, Let's see. Probably, honestly, the prose in the narration. Ah, I did like the right, descriptions yes. of things, even though usually like it would be really pretty and it would be like really lush and beautiful and it would make absolutely no sense but it would be kind of like a pretty way of saying something that made no sense and had no place in a child's show and my low was probably the mummy sequence because that felt so wrong like so much of it was just kind of like yeah i don't think this is accurate you don't know what you're talking about and also, like, it was confusing. Yeah. Like, it wasn't clear what we were supposed to be focusing on in that. Like, whether it was, like, the festival, the Feast yeah. of the Dead, 
or the mummy, like the mummification. They could have just focused on one part of it instead of being like, well, we have to touch on all of it, but let's not go into any detail or really explain what it is. And also we made <laughs> yeah. up most of it. So yeah, I'd say that was probably my low. But yeah, but I'm glad I watched it though. It was, it was like, I've, it's funny because I have these friends who want to hang out with me and like, you know, watch the podcast and they're like, watch shows for the podcast and they're just kind of like, oh, you know, like whatever you're doing, like, we'll just come over and hang out. And I'm just like, you guys aren't going to like this. Like, it's not like fun. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we make it sound like and, it's okay. Right. And then people will come people. over and be bored to tears. And I'm just like, yes, like, I t- uh, this. why did you expect anything different? It's hard. It's really hard <laughs> to pay attention sometimes. I feel like it's only getting harder for me. I feel like that 40 episode binge of Dark Shadows has broken me. Because the whole reason why we keep being late is because I keep not watching stuff and being <laughs> I like, I do can't it. do it. Uh. <laughs> and I feel really bad. Like, somebody was excited about us doing the Halloween tree, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we're we're going to kind of shit on it a little bit. We're just so hardened that we just don't like anything anymore. I hope that's not it. I hope it's just that we've found a few that are just really hard to I don't to know if uh, Shoebox uh, Zoo is going to be the answer to our prayers. I'm trying on Shoebox Zoo. I watched two seconds of an episode recently, and I was like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's good enough. enough. Turn it off. Uh, it's just the animation is weird. The character designs we'll are talk weird. About we'll it. get into that. Next time. Shoebox Zoo. On the Sister Time Next podcast. Time. Thank you, Abby's Patreon supporters, for all of your generous yeah. support. If you have any recommendations for the show, we read all of your recommendations. Thank you so much for sending them in. Um, we really appreciate looking at all those weird TV shows that you guys watched when you were kids, when you were weird little kids. Send them to sistertimepodcast at gmail.com. So have a Do happy Halloween! Oh, wait, 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 wait. Also, keep your eyes peeled next week for the portrait of Sal Pullman, the creepy Victorian story that you'll love, I probably. I hope, I hope you will. Bye! All right, bye! <laughs>